0: On the Real Better Life Podcast, we dig into the stories, failures, triumphs, and real-life adventures that shape and inform our tribe of real estate advisors in the pursuit of their better lives and those of their clients. It's real, raw, and unashamedly honest. Join Dave Ness, founder and chief troublemaker at Thrive Real Estate Group, for the stories worth telling. Hey, everybody. Um, on the last podcast, we talked about um, the challenges of working with strangers, which we referred to um, as, as leads, you know, that, that's the normal terminology in this business is, is talking about leads, online leads, whether that be Zillow or Realtor.com or wherever you source your leads from. We like to talk about them as strangers because that's what they are, um, is, is people that you have not yet met. And then we talked about the challenges of working with Sphere, the people that um, are in your in your world. And we define sphere as you know, the, the, the circle of influence that you have, impact and influence that you have in, with the people in your life. And that goes both ways, the people that um, influence and impact you. So if you think about that, um, that definition, that's the context in which we're going to be talking about these. But today, we're going to talk about the benefits of working with strangers, i.e. leads, and also the benefits of working with sphere uh, and then we'll touch on which one's better again at the end, just like we did. So if you didn't catch the last podcast, check that out, because you definitely want to go into um, the conversation and the and the thought process fully informed about the challenges, because both of them have challenges and both of them have benefits. And so today we're going to focus on the benefits.
1: Sweet. Let's dive right in. Yeah. So. By the way, do you think we have fewer listeners <laughs> than, than we did on the last one because you're too mean? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, everyone listened to that last one and said, man, screw these guys. <laughs> um, but hey, you know what? One, one of the things that I think you and I both value is um, just transparency, honesty, and yeah. being upfront about things. Yeah. Authenticity. Authenticity. And, yep. and if that rubs people the wrong way, uh, then maybe you're not a good listener for this podcast because <laughs> that's what we're going to be doing for this entire podcast is talking in a, in a raw fashion. That's how I grow. That's how yes. I advance. That's how I uh, in my life, you know, I need people to speak the truth into me, yep. um, and then also support me in in uh, figuring out what's the best path forward. So that's actually one of our future podcasts is talking about how do you support people and challenge them. But this podcast is going to be both um, because Rob and I I think both value the challenge of of thinking critically and thinking differently, maybe than I have before, and the support to to kind of take steps forward and 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 advance.
1: Yeah, love it. Yeah, all right. We're telling the truth. Yep. Let's do this. Let's do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah. So I, I think on the, um, let's start with the strangers, uh, the strangers and the benefits of working with, with strangers, which again, like we said, are uh, leads, but we're going to talk about them with strangers. Um, first, uh, it, it's done for you. Mm. Right. So it's, that the the, um the sausage is already made the prospecting is done the prospecting is done hallelujah yeah yeah Yeah. it's it's one of those things you look at and go well we talked about this on the last podcast one of the challenges of working with sphere is that it's highly outbound yes right and so people that think well i'm doing farming i'm doing postcards i'm doing this that and the other thing that's not that's not prospecting (laughs) that's just setting up systems (laughs) and letting those systems run and then you know sitting back and watching oprah hoping for the phone to ring um There's a lot of work that goes in that. And so we're working with strangers, you've got leads coming in, working with with strangers. It's done for you, all that's done, right? So let's pick on the the behemoth, let's pick on Zillow. whether you love or hate Zillow, and I'm sure some of our listeners are about to cut this podcast off right now because they're like rolling their eyes, going, "Oh, they're going to talk about Zillow." You have to talk about Zillow. It's the largest real estate platform in the entire universe. <laughs> if you're not talking about Zillow, then what are you doing? They're the, they're the
1: Yankees of online.
0: Lives. You have to. Yeah. Right? If you hey, if you have a listing, even if you hate Zillow, do you want it on Zillow? Yeah, 100. <laughs> like, percent that's where everybody goes. Right. Yeah. so love him or hate him, who cares? I'm agnostic. Um, I have great partnership with them, but I'm agnostic as to whether or not you love them or hate them. The fact is we have to talk about them. So it's done for you, right? It's like you you sit and you go, whether you're buying market-based pricing leads or you're on Zillow Flex or whatever it is, or if you're on realtor.com and you pay the bill, all right? And so you're paying the bill for realtor.com leads. Let's let's go with that example. Less divisive, realtor.com leads coming in, right? Um, When that phone rings, when your phone rings, Imagine all of the tech, all of the advertising, all of the software, all of the people, all of the awareness, all of the brand building, all of the promotion, all of the legal, everything that had to go in in order to build a website like realtor.com and have it be user friendly and have an amazing app. You could do the same thing with Redfin if you want to go down that path. Redfin's great, too. Pick your poison, right? Pick, pick whatever you want. But but all of that costs a lot of money, not just to build, but to also maintain yeah. and to, to remain sharp and to adopt the new technology and the new ways of doing things and the virtual tours and all the things that they have to continually build, right? It's done for you. And when that when your phone dings, it's not just, oh, yeah, uh, I, I connected with someone. No, there was a whole process and a whole company that made that happen Yes. that that figured out how to actually have bill or sally smith or whatever ding on your phone and you have a name an email and a phone number of someone who's at least interested at some level in real estate like that's it's done for you yeah the the word that came to mind while you were talking about that
1: is specialist Mm -hmm. because it's done for you because you're not having to be um the prospector
0: or the marketer.
1: That's right. The the common gripe we hear is, is I spend 90% of my time trying to get a client and only 10% of my time working with clients. Yes. Right. And that equation is flipped here. And because you're not having to do the prospecting or the marketing um, and all that heavy lifting that takes a ton of time. Yeah. Or a ton of money or both. um, You can be highly specialized as a sales professional. Yes. Right. And you just don't get that kind of specialization unless somebody else is doing it for you.
0: Yep. hundred percent. Yeah. And I think anyone who's working with sphere really, really effectively would probably know and understand this concept the best. Cause if you're a listener and you're like, yeah, it's, to, to build a business. And when I say build a business and build a career, I mean, um, upwards in our market anyway of, of 30 plus transactions, yeah. right. Where you're not just paying your bills, you're advancing in life. You're um, being more generous every year because you have discretionary income. You're buying rental properties. You're um, moving into a different part of life that you can give back. You can you can reinvest back into your own business. You can have- Your kids can go to whatever school you want you them You can to. go to private school. You can go to whatever school they want. And and the future is is bright, right? Because you've set up an entire system to perpetuate this. The people that are listening, they're shaking their heads going, yep, there's a lot of ingenuity that goes into it. There's a lot of thought there's a lot of design there's a lot of personality there's a lot of consistency there's a lot of getting up late excuse me getting up early and staying up late there's a lot of bourbon involved there's a lot of work that goes into it um on, on the sphere side in, in a really big way but on the stranger side. A lot of that, and I uh, dare I say the vast majority of it, is, is really done for you. And then you get to be the specialist. You get to be the, yeah. you know, the consummate salesperson, which is amazing. So, yeah. so that, that's probably the first benefit. This, um, the second benefit is, is that we referred to it on the last podcast, too. But the benefit of working with strangers, leads, um, is that it is a river or a stream. It's not a pool or a pond. And the difference there, the distinct difference there is that uh, there's a never ending stream of strangers.
1: There's a lot more strangers than there are people we know.
0: Yeah, you're never going to run out <laughs> of strangers. Like if anyone ever comes and says, yeah, I've, I've met everyone on the planet. <laughs> like, come on. Uh, it's a silly statement. So so it's, it's never ending. It's it's infinite, um, as it were, versus uh, on the other side um, of the equation, when you're working with sphere, again, the definition of sphere is those people that you have influence and impact on, on and they have influence and impact on you. That is a pond. It is a pool. And people come and go out of that, right? Um, you might add some people and that's great. But it's not enough to build, you know, a huge, predictable, never ending stream of, of business. That's right. right. You can definitely expand your influence. I hope you do. You should. But it's not the same as uh, going out into the marketplace or, or thinking about the never ending stream of strangers that you could potentially, you know, engage and work with.
1: Yeah. And, and as we look at number three, they're frequent. Yeah. Um, I think when you put, those two together, right? There's a never ending river of them and they're frequent. And let's actually talk about number four in conjunction with this as well. They're yeah. down funnel.
0: Down funnel, yeah.
1: When you put all of that together, um, one of the things you don't have on this list that we probably should is mm. it's unbelievably scalable. Yes. Right. And it's like you have to have volume, consistency um, to, to be scalable. Yep. And I think that's one of the best parts about this yep. is when you, when you combine all of that. Um, how predictable it makes an unpredictable business
0: Yeah and, and it also um, it also bleeds into effectiveness meaning you know if if yeah, I do sure. if you're getting more reps you getting more reps yeah if I do something a um, couple times a month, I'll probably be okay at it I'll be decent maybe if I do something a couple times a day every day, I'm, I'm probably, and I think all of our listeners would agree, yeah, I, I, if I did something twice a day, anything, I, I'd get really good at it. Let's take skiing, for example, We're like in Colorado, right? If I skied twice a day, you know, let's say I went out in like three hours in the morning, three hours in the evening, yeah. which would be an all-day thing. Do you want to just stop this and go skiing right now? Yeah, let's we'll stop and go skiing. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, but you guys get the point. I mean, if I was doing something every day, every single day, you get good at it. You get effective. You... You understand what that um, clients or prospects thought processes are. You you know what they're going to say. You know what you're going to say. They don't know what either one of you are going to say. And so all of a sudden you're you're in way more control. You have way more impact. You have way more influence. It just popped in my head. You
1: get your feedback so much quicker. You get your feedback really quick. When something's not going well, you get your feedback quicker and more frequently. And mm, I love I think that about you know we've talked about this before. You know I used to play online poker and and I would multi table. Okay. And so I could play six to 10 tables at a time, Yeah. and they would deal hands on the computer twice as fast as they can in, in person. In okay, life. yeah, that makes sense. And so in a live game, I could see 25 hands an hour. Mm. And online, I could see 300 hands an hour. So you make your adjustments a lot quicker. Totally, because, because your inefficiencies Cost you, and you see it costing you so much faster. It's not that they cost you any less in a live game. Interesting. You're not seeing them as quickly, so yeah. they're not they're not as real, and so it takes longer to get your bad
0: habits out. So, like the the data set, yep. is somewhat limited when you're playing in person. That's right. But the data set is is way bigger, and therefore you can extrapolate um, conclusions out of that. That's qu- right. Quicker. Yep. And make adjustments. And it's the exact same thing with online leads. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. So for those of you who are interested in learning how to play online poker, uh, <laughs> Rob Alcom is your guy. Call, call somebody else. <laughs> I got really burnt out on that a long time ago. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, why are we even talking about real estate? Let's just talk about <laughs> online poker. It sounds easier to make money. <laughs> No, fr- frequent, frequent is huge. It really is. And, and think about anything that you do in life. If you do it frequently, you you get a bigger data set. Like Rob said, you you make adjustments. You get better at it quicker. It's more scalable. It's more predictable. Um, yeah, more at bats, more more reps. Totally. At the end totally. of the day. So.
1: And well, actually, let's. I, I want to throw a phrase out there that will hopefully stick with you. But one of the things I used to talk about with that analogy is is you really get to microwave your mastery. Ah. Uh, Right. So that's cool. Yeah. So like you think that. about like you use a phrase I love all the time, like at Thrive, one of our goals is to help people warp time. Yeah. Bend time. Warp yep. time. Yep. We're going to warp the time that it takes to experience the kind of business you want to have and to experience your better life. Yes. Right. And so, yeah, we do some hard stuff that's uncomfortable. It's a grind. It doesn't always feel good. Totally. But, but we're, we're bending time in our favor. And I feel like that's what online leads do from a mastery standpoint mm-hmm. is... They bend they bend time in in the sense of how long it takes me to become an expert, a yep. craft
0: master. A craft master. At what yep. I'm doing. Love we love that term, at thrive is the craft master. Because when you get into real estate, you know, the, the normal arc is it'd take about three, five, maybe up to seven years to really master the craft. Mm-hmm. And, and and some of that's financial, some of it's strategic, some of it's tactical, some of it's just contract negotiations, legal, title. All the things. Yeah. It takes a while. Um, but it's not because of time. It's because over the course of a normal career, someone got into real estate and they did, you know, seven, eight transactions in their first year. Yep. I think in our MSA anyway, everyone would be like, that's pretty good. That is pretty damn good. It's you know? a solid first year. A solid first year. But in the end, it's still only eight reps of working through inspections, working through HOA documents, working through title work. It's eight. Versus if, if you were doing 16, even if the... Uh, finances weren't as good which we'll get into in a minute um at the end of that you've done it 16 times so therefore you've had a hundred percent more practice Mm, than than someone else right so that's a huge part of bending time and becoming a craft master quickly so that you can go on and become uh, a a build a more predictable and durable and professional style business yeah and get and do it quicker basically so yeah that's a big one and then, and then the last one is um, consistency, right? We talk a lot about that at, at our company too, is just um, if you've built a really good lead flow program and whether that's you pay for it because it's Zillow or Realtor.com or you built it because there's a lot of companies and agents that built it themselves, right? Yep. And they, they generate um, their own pay-per-click campaigns, right? They, they blog a lot. They, they have great social media following and they have a whole sales funnel with an ISA, that engages those people behind it, um, but it's consistent. And it goes along with being frequent, but consistency is a really big deal. If, if you were to imagine having a lead source that produced a bunch of business, say in March, and then it just kind of fizzled out. And then all of a sudden in November, it's like, boom, here's a bunch of business again. It was like, oh my gosh, right? <laughs> and so that creates that up and down swing yeah. of, of real estate that I know all the listeners probably understand. And if, if you're new, buckle up because real estate comes and goes. The market's up, the market's down. The interest rates are at 2%. The interest rates are at 7%. The inventory is huge. The inventory is low. (laughs) It's cold. It's hot, like all the time, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And so creating consistency in real estate is really difficult, but it's so critical. Yeah. Because if you're constantly having to adjust as a human being to those huge swings, ups and downs, It's mentally and psychologically, emotionally, and dare I say spiritually, exhausting. It's really tiring, right? So any mechanism or tool that we can kind of flatten out that curve a little bit is really, really, really critical. So consistency is a big deal and it's hard to achieve in real estate. But working with a great online lead source, whether you build it or buy it, creates consistency.
1: Yeah, yeah. And when you hear us get really passionate about, you know, the benefits of, online leads, mm-hmm. just, I, I think you and I are a little naturally tilted towards like, oh my gosh, we love online leads <laughs> right? because we grew up doing door-to-door sales.
0: Totally. The, the worst job you could possibly do. A <laughs> <It's laughs> so, lot, lot, lot of sitting on the curb crying <laughs> yeah, in yeah. cities that we weren't familiar with. <laughs> yeah. So I
1: think we're, I think we're a little bit biased to these. So if you hear that passion, it's just, it's because we grew up not having this you know, yeah. in our sales evolution, right? Yeah. Um, and, and so then I think we have a deep appreciation for how good it is when you do have these
0: opportunities. Yeah, 100%. Yep. yep. I think there's that. And then I, I think the other reason that I'm, I'm passionate about it is because um, I, I would say by and large over the, the, the industry, mm-hmm. just if, forget about Thrive and forget about strangers versus fear. Let's just for a hot second talk about the industry. I think the industry in general talks about working with strangers or leads in a negative way
1: oh yeah you're right just overall
0: yep you know, It was kind of a was kind of a eh you know zillow's the enemy yeah uh, realtor.com sucks they sell our they sell our listings it's my listing my lead you know that whole debate right and we can get into that in a different podcast but but i think there's there's a voice needed and i think that's that's, that's almost us. what we're coming in saying is right. like whoa time out why are we talking about online leads or working with strangers as as negative, because in our experience, we've we've actually seen immense amount of benefit and literally life changing aspect. Yeah, to this style of business, it's not the only way, but 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 to talk negatively about it, I think is, is probably one of the reasons that we get passionate about timeout. Yeah, uh, it, it, there actually is a, a huge amount of benefit.
1: Yeah, yeah, we really champion this, and and let's face it, we we all have you know uh, two of us sitting here anybody who's listening here probably has a natural tilt more towards one than the other. Totally. Um, and so we're going to, we're going to talk about the benefits of, of sphere here Oh yeah. and we'll we'll get really excited about this too. However, just, I think part of our tilt also, uh, which, you know, different conversation for a different day Mm -hmm. is because one of the big things that gets you and I out of bed in the morning is scaling our impact. Right. And because, because online leads, as we talked about, are so ridiculously scalable. Yes. I think it gets us that much more excited because it helps us scale business. We, we've we seen a phenomenally high success rate Indeed, with the people that we hire into Thrive and, and how high retention is and yep. how high the success rate is and how high the average first year earnings are for somebody who's brand new to real estate and oftentimes brand new to sales. Um, I, I think it's easy for us to get passionate about that because of the way we're wired and yeah. what, what our goals are at the end of the day is we really want to see people win. Yes. Right. And- and we know what a good strategy this is to helping a really, really high percentage of people getting into real estate win, move to their better life and scale effectively.
0: Yeah, I love that. And, and the, the idea of, um, by the way, for the listeners, the idea of better life, that that's our vision statement is move, move people to their better life. And a lot of people get that confused thinking that we're talking about only clients. Mm-hmm. Turns out uh, our vision statement is for us first, clients second. And there's a lot of people that argue me on that. Uh, you're not going to win. <laughs> the vision statement of moving people to a better life is for us first. So team members at Thrive, all team members, everybody, transaction coordinators. Uh, we have virtual assistants. We have directors. We have um, agents that we call advisors. We have leadership team. Everyone, the, the, the vision statement is first for us. And so when we stumble across anything, anything at all, it could be a billboard campaign. And if that crushed and it worked really well, we'd scale the hell out of that too. That's right. <laughs> not, not because, oh, it impacts the bottom line. Sure, yes, of course, we're all in it to make money. We're not a 501c3. We're a for-profit company. But mainly because we get to go, oh, this is awesome. This, this helps our, uh, our um, team and, and the people that we get to interact with on a day-to-day basis and do life with. It helps them advance, it helps them grow, it helps them win, it helps them move forward, lean in, experience success, move forward in, in their better life. And so no matter what strategy it is, if it works really well, yeah. You damn right. We're gonna get pretty passionate about it. Totally. Totally. <laughs> so, love it. Okay. Let's
1: let's switch into this because we are yeah. we are also really excited about the benefits of Sphere, and we're not trying to be disparaging yeah. to people who love the Sphere and, and believe in the Sphere. One hundred percent. Because it's a phenomenal strategy. It just has different benefits than working with online leads or different working benefits. with strangers. Different
0: benefits. Yeah, and and actually, if I can take a sidestep just for a second, um, here's here's the here's the underbelly. This is the underbelly of getting. Too focused and and too passionate about working leads mm. or strangers. Okay, yeah, yeah. and th- this is almost like a confession. People that thrive. If you're listening, you're gonna go, "Yep, we're not perfect, right? We, we we screw things up. We learn. We um we rejigger things. We retool things. We look back. We do after action reviews and go, "Ugh." We got we got a little lopsided on that one, right? That's literally the word I just wrote down. Lopsided. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. You <We> really <laughs> <agree>. did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we tilted a little too far. We got off balance there, right? And we did, we did with with this yeah. whole concept of strangers. We got we got a little too passionate about it, and kind of um, forsake, if you will, or ignored maybe is a better word for a time for for a few years the idea of working with mm. And here's the underbelly. And I experienced it and and most of the people that have been at thrive that have been there for you know four or more years have experienced this as well we've got advisors that have been with us for almost a decade now which is awesome um it's really really unbelievably unbearably painful when you're talking with a buddy
1: oh dude i know <laughs> what you're gonna say yeah.
0: and they go man i'm so excited we just went under contract for 20 grand more and you're like, oh, you, you're moving. And they go, yeah. And we're actually selling our $800,000 house, which, by the way, was my example, literally <laughs> in Baker here in, in, in Denver. Uh, and, and, you know, we have so much equity that we, we're bumping up. We're, we're buying a 1.3 in a fantastic neighborhood, better school district, dah, 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 all the things. And you know what I'm thinking. That's $2 million of volume. 2.1, baby. And, and, and I didn't even say anything in that example. I really didn't because I was like, I, You were too busy puking in the book. I was too <laughs> <laughs> I was like punching myself in the mouth in the bathroom. Um, but, but my lovely wife, Megan, said, Oh, wow, that's crazy. Um, I'll have to tell, you know, we'll have to talk about that more because Dave, um, you know, Dave's been in real estate for whatever, 15 years or whatever that was. And they go, Wait, 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 time out, what? And she goes, yeah, he, he has a real estate company. He's been in real estate for 15 years. And they go, oh my gosh, I had no idea. Had we known, we totally would have worked with you guys. Yeah, That literally happened. It, it was like, ugh, right? Not, not because I missed out on a sale, not because I missed out on a commission. Sure, that sucks because you're, you're like, <laughs> that, that would have helped. Um, but, but also because, and this might sound pompous, but everybody on this podcast, if you're not a little bit pompous, then you should check yourself. <laughs> uh, because I was thinking, I think I could have done that better. I, I would have loved to have been involved in moving that person to their better life. Yes, I, I would have, I, I know a lot. I, I could have really added a lot of value. And I really could have had an impact there. And I, and I would have loved working with them and their family. And I would have loved being part of that journey, right? And of mm. course, yes, there's a transaction and a commission there as well. So the underbelly of getting two... Focused on leads and and not um, having a balanced equation where we're getting to Great this at the word. end, we yeah. work both. Great word. It 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 really backfires in a big way. So there is an underbelly of of either way getting a little bit too focused. And and my admonition for the listeners is to cr- hear us saying it, it's critical, it's vital to create a balanced business where you have a little bit of both, um, and, and hear us say. Yeah. That even at Thrive for the listeners that are in, in our company, yeah, we screwed that up a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. over the past few years, we got a little lopsided. We got a little too focused. We we kind of, yeah, we, we forsake or um, ignored a little bit on the sphere side. So, th- so if you hear passion as we move into the sphere and the benefits there, it's because we're really, really excited about correcting yes. our wrongdoing yeah. and going, oh baby, like let's roll up our sleeves and make the sphere side of things as resourced, as clear, as you know, propelled and as as supported as possible, and we want our listeners to to get some of that too. Even if even if you're not at Thrive, whatever company you're at, you you should you should be looking for these resources. And we're going to talk about some of those.
1: Do you remember this Tom Ferry quote we heard on Wednesday? Hey, it's okay if you don't want to call your sphere. Somebody else is doing it for you. <laughs> yeah. If you don't
0: if you don't listen to Tom Ferry, you need to sign up for that podcast that,
1: immediately. If that doesn't hit you between the eyes, I don't know. Yeah. Why know. Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's okay if you don't want to. Take care of your sphere, it's okay, somebody else will, right? Yeah, um, in our market, I mean, you walk into a restaurant in Denver, and if there's 200 people in there, eh, it's probably about 75 of them are agents, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, <laughs> totally. start listening in restaurants to the conversations around you. A lot of times, I'm hearing talk about real estate a yeah. lot, so just know that. So, let's get into sphere, let's, let's talk about some badass benefits around sphere because I'm, I'm pretty pumped about it. Um, you want to take the first one? You want to take the Flexible? Flexible. Um, nope. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this one back to you. <laughs> Some fair. of these other ones I'm looking at, I'm like, oh, I can riff
1: on this. Okay, cool. I'm All gonna right. I'm gonna have you take this one. No worries.
0: So flexible, um, we, we alluded to it earlier, but um, you know, one of the one of the downsides of working with strangers is that they're inflexible. So maybe comparing it back to working with strangers is, is a good way to start. Sphere's flexible. They are. they in other words, um, they have a higher tolerance for the fact that your calendar and their calendar need to coincide.
1: Yeah, because the level of trust you have now with that person is so much higher than you're ever gonna have with a stranger.
0: Yeah, one, one of the reasons, well said, and one of the reasons that um, that it's more flexible, but this kind of alludes into number two as well, which is relationally driven. So the two are, are very closely linked. But one of the, one of the um, key components there is that uh, strangers, They don't care about you, (laughs) nor should they, right? They don't. They care about the house. That's what they care about is is themselves. They care about getting what they want. Strangers are narcissistic. Strangers are curved inward. Strangers are all looking in the mirror going, that's the most important person in my world, right? Um, So on the flexible side, on the sphere side, they're flexible, they're relationally driven, meaning... It's not so much about the house anymore as much as it is about you, right? So your ability to help them win. Yes. Yep. A hundred percent. And so, so all of a sudden, um, you know, I keep on comparing it back because it's easy to highlight this awesome benefit of working with sphere is that on the stranger side, um, they want to see the house. They don't care who it's with. Okay. So you guys get this as listeners, they're choosing the house. They're not choosing you. They're choosing the house. They're not choosing you. On the sphere side, they're choosing you and then the house. In other mm. words, mm. in their minds, they're thinking, hey, I, I definitely want to see this house because I'm excited about it, um, but I need to see it with Tim. Yeah. I, I, I need to see it with Caitlin. I, I I don't know that I even want to pursue it unless Kevin's there. Yeah. Right? So on the sphere side, once you've built that trust and that, and that expertise, people are thinking to themselves or they should be, oh, I would never do anything related to real estate without David. Yeah, I love, I love that
1: um, perspective because one of the things you reminded me of is, is there's this quote by John Maxwell. It's so good. Um, when he's talking about leadership, he says, you don't really have somebody by the heart until you help them solve a significant problem in their life. Ooh. And you think about the magnitude. I gotta, I gotta unpack that. <laughs> you think about the magnitude of a real estate transaction. Talk about a significant problem. Yeah. In somebody's life. So
0: once you've helped somebody navigate that, you have them by the heart. That's man. That that's another podcast. <laughs> we need we need some bourbon and the late night podcast on that one. Oh can, man. dude, that's awesome. So yeah, you're right. I mean, once once you've done that um, and been able to establish that, it's huge. And so the flexibility piece there is is so much bigger. Because, again, when people call you and you're going, oh, shoot, I'm on vacation or I'm double booked or nah, I can't do that at that time. I have another closing. Um, what they're thinking is I need to be flexible to accommodate uh, Bill's calendar because without Bill, I'm kind of lost. Mm. Right. Yeah, so good. S- and strangers aren't thinking that. Yeah. They're thinking, I don't care. I just want to see the house. And so there's a massive amount of benefit. We talked about consistency earlier. There's a massive amount of consistency lifestyle-wise, lifestyle-wise, that can be created in a sphere in a sphere model, which
1: is really big. Totally. I love that. So let's actually, just for the sake of time, like I think we nailed number one and number two there. It's mm. flexible. It's relationally driven. Yep. Um, it just feels better. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I don't think that's, that's something that we can um, oversell is, mm-hmm. is how good it feels to work with people that you have that relationship with. Yeah. So then, if you talk about you said a key word there, lifestyle, mm-hmm. then we can knock out the next two, right? Yep. S- sphere leads are split advantaged, and they're sustainable. Yeah. Right is it? It's so good when you've done the dirty work during your first phase of your career. Yep. And let's let's imagine you know, like we're talking to Thrivers here for a second. Um, if you worked a ton of online leads and you grinded out the on-call cardiologist schedule. Yes. And a constantly full pipeline all the time mm. and the nights and the weekends and, you know, all the stress of, of putting out fires nonstop. Yeah. And then you get to that point where you were talking about where, where Kevin got to in about four or five years where, um, even if he was doing the exact same lead volume, mm-hmm. he was making significantly more money. Significantly more. Yeah. And, and it's funny because split advantage, um, doesn't even tell the whole story is yes, you're getting higher sp- splits because these are now sphere deals. Yep. And you're not paying the same split as you would on a company generated lead. But what we've also noticed over time is that 10 times out of 10, um the price point is higher. Oh by the time you get
0: there. <laughs> yes. Right. So like <laughs> yeah
1: I mean this this number is going to be very dated in, in a couple years here. But like where your average price point your first year or second year is probably going to be around six hundred, six hundred fifty thousand in the Denver market. In Denver, yeah. Um, most of the people that we're talking about that have that have moved to phase two and they're doing a ton of sphere deals. Yes. Most of their price points are more in the seven fifty to nine hundred. Yes. Range. Yes. So not only are you getting a bigger split, but you're getting a bigger split on on a higher price higher price point transactions. Yeah. And you're also getting more listings.
0: Yes. <laughs> Yes. Right. I was I was just about to say I know you wanted to go there but I was just about to say it's triple whammy baby. It's triple whammy because yeah. you go well well first of all um when those people call you back you're not doing listing presentations or buyer presentations to convince them to work with you. <laughs> That's not the point anymore. Right. You're just telling them how this is going to go. You're just going to say, "Hey, like I just want you to know here here's how this goes, you know, we we yep. stage your place, we do a professional cleaning, da da da. I'm not trying to convince you to do anything." And so right away, the relationally driven model is fun. You're just going over there. I mean, honestly, I've done plenty of listing presentations for past clients in a hat and (laughs) flip-flops, right? (laughs) And afterwards we go get bourbon. It's like, we just, we're doing life together essentially. And I tend to know a lot about this subject and you use me for that. And I use you for other things and that's great. But, but, but that dynamic is, is fun. It's different. Um, And then also, uh, what, what you just said is so true where you go well I helped them buy at six nobody ever downgrades you guys ever notice that <laughs> right you do cars yeah. homes clothes like nobody ever goes yeah I have a Tesla I think I'm gonna downgrade to an old Honda well like, the, the
1: one exception to that is empty nesters sure right? sure 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 there's yeah. not very there's not very many exceptions that would
0: be one that would be, that could be yeah. one yeah so there's there's some asterisk on that <laughs> but by and large the, the main swath of people are like no I want a better school district for my kids yes. I want a quieter neighborhood. I want a bigger place. I want better views. I want more square footage, whatever, whatever the case may be. I don't want one home, I want a second home. I want a second home. I yeah. want a mountain home. I want a lake home, whatever. And so all of a sudden you get into this, this concept of the relationally driven business in the sphere is usually, if you think about the, the sphere, if you as a listener, think about your sphere, um, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and guess that the vast majority of them are homeowners, which we call future sellers. <laughs> OK, because nice. everyone is going to sell a house in the next seven to ten years. Yep. Everybody, including me. And we just built this place in seven to ten years. Our, all of our kids are going to be out of school. Do we yeah. need this anymore? Nope. 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 We're, we're going to sell it unless and then we're going to go buy.
1: Unless you're my neighbors who have been living in their
0: house since 1970. <laughs> There's some old school mentality <laughs> yeah, right. out there for sure. Yeah. Um, but, but by and large, I guess my point is, A, um, it's relationally driven and therefore it's more fun. It's easier. It's less... Uh, Less preparation, less, um, okay, you know, I got to figure this person out and figure out how to convince them to work with me. Yes. It's less competitive. They're probably not interviewing three, four agents at that point. It's more fulfilling. It's way more fulfilling. You get to be part of people's lives over the course of decades. Yes. You know, I've worked with people now that when I first worked with them, um, I didn't have any kids. (laughs) And I have three, which seems like I have 10. Um, (laughs) and they didn't have any kids either they were dating and now they're married and they have three kids and thinking about college it's like wow like there's a lot of that's cool there's a lot of inertia in that
1: like when when, and you and i both have talked to these people when you're talking to somebody that's like yeah i've been in real estate for about 30 years and yep and um like i remember having a conversation with somebody they're like yeah it's really cool my agent when I bought my house a few years ago, it was my mom and dad's agent from when they bought their first house. <laughs> yes. And this guy has literally known our family for 30 plus years. Yeah. Right. It's, and it's so just, cool. Dude, that's awesome. That's,
0: that's literally earning the role of advisor at that point. Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't do anything in my world. I don't do anything financially without Raphael, who, by the way, originally was a Zillow lead. Nice. Just saying. Anyway, nice. uh, back to this. The uh, the sphere-based model, relationally driven, um, the economics are better, A, because most companies, if you're at a company or a team, have uh, an economically advantaged split, right? If, if it's a repeat or a referral or sphere-based business, as they should. Um, so that's number one. Number two is what Rob just said, which is, um, yeah, and the price point going to be higher more than likely. I'd say 85 90% of the time, Um if nothing else, it's just inflation, right? Mm-hmm. It's yep. going to be a higher price point. Also, because people want to upgrade, and and three, because it's two transactions normally not one. Yes, it's a sale and a buy. Yep. Right, and so all of a sudden it's like wow, you start penciling out the math on that, and it's awesome. I mean, it really is like it, it's it's solid. So so that's a that, that's what we call split advantaged. There's a lot that goes into that. Um, there's a lot that goes into that uh, formula and we just talked about the three main things which is a higher price point b better economic split on most um transactions like that at most companies and c it's going to be a buy and a sell right yeah. yeah huge
1: yeah and and i think those three contribute to number 4 it's it's sustainable
0: yep 100% it's sustainable because um it's not it's not as demanding uh, I'm, I'm not downplaying it sphere based business is Real estate is demanding no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah, be yeah. clear. Like, it's, it's slightly less demanding. <laughs> it's slightly less demanding. That's it's, still still demanding. It's not easy. It's not like, uh-huh. oh, sweet, I want to do that. It's a bunch of layups. The, the listeners who are actually engaging in sphere-based business, you know, it's hard. It's it's difficult. There's a lot of work involved in that. I, you know, We never want to um, ignore that. But it is more sustainable in the sense that, again, when when one of your clients needs something, and you either can't fulfill it immediately or right away. Um, it's it's not the end of the world. It's okay. Oh, dude, and right? we haven't even talked a bit about.
1: I've seen this literally in in your career, where um, where there is urgency and and the client really needs you, um, but because of the relational trust that you have, and and also partly because of what you've built in terms of the brokerage, not mm. just your personal book of business, but but because of the brokerage that that you've built and that you're a part of, um, you have the ability now to refer those clients out and still capture a referral fee. Absolutely. But to be able to send them down to somebody else that you know is phenomenal. Yes. And because they trust you so much, they, they're going to have a really high level of trust with whoever you refer them to. You didn't have that ability in your first few years in the business. No.
0: No, like if you're working with a stranger and you go, oh, shoot, I'm double booked. I can't show you the house at that time. Can't, would it be okay if you worked with my... my you know, business partner, my friend, Matt, they're going to go, nah, I'll just find somebody else online. (laughs) But (laughs) but yeah, but now it's like, oh yeah. um, You know, after four years of working with you or or one transaction or whatever, um, that's fine. You know, if I'm traveling in a foreign country or whatever, uh, I can still maintain that relationship because I can go to, you know, a business partner and go, hey, can you walk them through this? But I want to, I want to be, their advisor going forward, yeah. right? I, I still want to maintain the relationship. I'm not, I'm not giving the relationship away, but I am having a business partner help me with that particular transaction, particularly if it's urgent. Yeah. Nice thing about Sphere, and one of the reasons that it's, it's sustainable also is because if, if you're doing a good job with Sphere and you're keeping in touch and you're adding value and, and you're in flow, right, um, which is ninja selling, if you haven't checked that out, it's out of Fort Collins, just north of us by a couple of hours. Ninja selling is absolutely amazing. It's a relationally driven model. I took the course uh, back in, I think it was 2009 or 10, right around in there in my own career. Learned a ton. Uh, it's Larry Kendall. Look him up online, Larry Kendall. Um, he runs the, the group out of Fort Collins. It's, it's an amazing company. It's awesome. And they don't do any stranger or, or, or lead-based business, none. They do 100% sphere. It's great. So take that training um, if, if you're interested in, Engaging and in, in scaling, you know, sphere based business. But one of the reasons it's sustainable also is because, um, in that model, when you are uh, able to refer out um, and, and then re- maintain the relationship, think about that. When if you have to refer somebody out and, and refer the relationship out, mm. all that inertia, all that work, yeah. everything that you did is now gone. Yeah. It is gone. You've, you've literally like handed over to someone else a little mini business. Because any repeats, referrals um, or investments that that person now does are, are gonna go to that, that agent that, that you've referred them to. Yep. Versus if it's a uh, sphere-based business and you go, hey, I, I'm, I'm taking a month-long vacation in Italy or whatever because um, my, my lifestyle is great and I'm not gonna be here, but I need somebody to continue to work with my, my people but not, not keep them yeah. you know, long-term. Yep. And so all of a sudden it's like, oh wow, I, I could still close, you know, three, four, five transactions in June from Italy. Mm-hmm. I could still celebrate it. I could still say, hey, congratulations! When I get back, it's going to be awesome. We're going to go out for cocktails. I want to celebrate with you and, and see the new house, dah, 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 whatever. But that's not—you can't do that with online leads. No. Good luck. <laughs> you, you can, well, you could. That might be a little weird, though. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be super weird and probably ineffective. <laughs> Sustainability, man. Sustainability is a big thing. I, so let me just riff on this for a hot second, too. Sustainability um, in the real estate industry is not common. Mm. It's not. Uh, when I first got into real estate, I looked at it and I thought, man, I see two paths. One is that you fail because let's face it, the failure rate in real estate is high. I'm not talking about if you looked up how many agents are in Denver. That's not success. <laughs> right? I'm talking about um, people that are not just paying the bills but advancing and, and getting on with their with their career and building sustainability. It's not common, right? Out of the thousands of agents that are in Denver, there's like you know 10% that are, in my opinion, advancing and growing and, and sustain, uh, building a sustainable business. Um, so that's option one is you, you, you fail. And option two is no, you succeed massively and hate your life. Yep. Yeah. Those, those are the two options that I saw yeah. when I got into real estate. You become a great, amazing success story, from the outside anyway, and your relationships with your kids and with your spouse and with your friends decays and and it's destructive and it's hollow and it's lonely, or you fail. It's just like, this that sucks.
1: That's the, hard, that's the hardest part of excellence is you're great at what you do, but Real estate intrinsically is something that the, the better you are at it, the harder it is to turn it
0: off. Yep, 100%. And the, and the sphere-based model, if done correctly, if done correctly with, with the proper support, um, doesn't result in that. Mm. It results in, no, I'm achieving what I wanted to achieve. I, I'm achieving what I set out to achieve, which is personal goals. Um, and my lifestyle, and I'm not just talking about investments and driving a Tesla and traveling to Italy. When I say lifestyle, I mean... What is the style of your life? What's the style of your relationship with your spouse? What's the style of your relationship with your kids? Mm-hmm. How are you re- recreating yourself? And how are you um, enjoying your friends? Right. That's lifestyle to, to me. And the sphere based model, one of the reasons I'm so passionate about it and excited to get, get into it, even at Thrive in this season, is that it, the sphere based model creates that. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, cool. in that sense. Who wouldn't want to have this kind of business totally this is this is the goal yeah for everyone yeah 100 percent. yeah and then the last one, because i know we're a little short on time here but um last one is just you know fi- financial margin to scale right financial margin to scale if you look at working with strangers and the the uh, commission splits and the cost that goes into that because they're down funnel and because they're um usually more frequent and all the things we talked about it's expensive there's not a lot of margin there to then immediately reinvest back into your business. Right. Mm -hmm. But on the sphere side, there's absolutely financial margin to scale. So the cool thing is when you, when you talk about sustainability, flexibility, relationship driven, well, obviously, hopefully the way we're talking about it and the way that listeners are hearing it is that it's attractive. Yeah. People are like, I want, I want to do that. And so we have to go, well, how then would we continue to do that? How would we scale that? How do you hire an assistant how do you hire a showing specialist? Mm-hmm. How do you how do you build a personal website beyond what your brokerage might um, provide for you? How do you promote yourself and put yourself out there on you know social media, videos, all the things that you should be doing? Well, there's financial margin there for sure if if you're managing those finances correctly. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So good. So so good.
1: Well, so as we wrap up, you know, we we talked about this at the end of the first one. We can come back around to it. You know, so which one is better? Yeah. You know, both. Yes, both. Um, (laughs) But but to be really direct, uh, I think what you and I are just such huge believers in um, and one of the things we're really passionate about is um, leveraging online leads and working with strangers to get you to the sphere business where you're truly enjoying all those benefits of the sphere business without having to do the dirty work of knocker or door knocking mailers um farming neighborhoods Mm -hmm. you know um you know putting on social events may or may not be a a drain for you but but to get all the benefits of the sphere without all the dirty work of generating sphere business it's like we did the dirty work during the first phase of our career yeah and then and then built off of those successes totally i think when you can put those two together you truly get the best of both worlds
0: Oh 100%. Yeah, I mean I I know we're running a few minutes long, but this is so important and so good. Here here's here's what I think you're saying is if your strangers don't become your sphere. <laughs> what a tragedy. What are you doing? Just, just tragedy. Like, right. That's the whole point. And so just kind of mic drop if if you want to peek behind the curtain as to yeah. hey, what's Thrive's business thesis, right? What what are we doing at at Thrive? It's this. It's, hey, let's leverage the game of strangers, not forsaking Sphere completely because we've done that. And, and like we made fun of ourselves earlier. Wrong move. Yeah, that <laughs> right? was dumb. That was dumb. We <laughs> shouldn't have done that. We shouldn't have for, like just kind of ignored the Sphere. But, but the point is, is that if we take strangers for the people that are doing the stranger-based business, both at Thrive and the Listeners, and we convert those into our sphere. Like I alluded to earlier, one of my best friends is Raphael. He's a Zillow lead. Yeah. He's now my financial advisor. Right? There's three agents at Thrive that I'm very close with that were Zillow leads. <laughs> <laughs> Who are the other two besides Kevin? Right? Or maybe it's two. It's, yeah, Kevin, David. Oh, there's somebody oh, else. I forgot about David. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm forgetting, if you're, and you're listening. <laughs> I was gonna say there probably is. There. I can't remember. It'll come to you after we're done. Yeah, this. but but the point is, is that um, strangers moving into sphere is what we all have to do anyway. Whether mm. it's through an open house or whether it's through Zillow or whether it's through referrals, all of the above are strangers. Yeah. And 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 the, the the renewed energy I think that you and I and the leadership team at Thrive have is to to recognize. Wait. It's not mutually exclusive. It's not either or. It's not, hey, forget that. Let's do this. It's both. And when you put both together, and you're you're good at working both, and you convert strangers, no matter where they come from, over into Sphere. So good. It's unstoppable. Yeah, it's so good. So exciting. Like, uh, I, ho- I hope all the listeners can hear the energy because no matter what brokerage you're at, and no matter where you are in your career, um, Rob and I both believe that, man. This this is different and it's a game changer. It's kind of like Moneyball. We mm. didn't we didn't want to win. We wanted to change the game. Yeah. And I, I think this is one way to change the game.
1: Well said. Right on. That's a great place to wrap.